Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Welcome to another episode of the Equip podcast with Arise Ministries, helping moms create healthy homes by providing you with tools for navigating real life. We're delighted you joined us today for a little real talk among mothers. I'm Kim Heineke. I serve as the Director of Operations for Arise Ministries, and joining me is my co-host, Pam Keneally. Hi, Pam. Hi, Kim. The co-founder of Arise Ministries. We're joined today by Tia Murray. Hi, Tia. Hello. How are you? Good. Listen, today's topic is going to leave you feeling refreshed and a little lighter in your step because we're going to talk about self-care. Now, I know what you're thinking already. I have kids, I have a full-time job, I have a house to take care of. How can I possibly fit self-care into the equation? Well, just relax and enjoy our conversation today. We are going to give you permission to put self-care on your calendar. Sometimes that's what we need, isn't it? Just a little permission to take care of ourselves. So Pam and Tia, welcome to the studio. I'm happy to have you both here. Let me introduce our listeners to Tia before we get started. She is a single mother of three children with over 15 years of blessing the community, leveraging her three key strategies for success, health, empower, and impact, which birthed one of her speaking topics, self-care. She's also an Amazon best-selling co-author of the book, Fabulous New Life, Volume 1, 28 Women Boldly Sharing Their Transformational Journey to Creating an Extraordinary Life. Welcome, Tia. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll tell you, let's just jump in. Would you begin by talking about how you first came to think about self-care? For me, it happened approximately about 2014, 2015. As you mentioned, I am a mom of three children who are very, very active children. I have served in leadership positions for very well-known nonprofit agencies. So I have always had a lot going on in my life. I was a mom. I, I divorced and just doing that whole single mother thing and leading an organization as they were serving their community. One of the things that I noticed was that I was kind of moving in a fog. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved my job. Of course, I love my children. I love being there for my children. But something was missing and I couldn't quite figure out what that something was. And it was like I was running here. I I, I was running there. I was giving everything my all. So I couldn't understand what what was happening. What was missing? I had that superwoman syndrome. You know what the one that I'm (laughs) talking about. Oh, I do. Girl, I know. (laughs) Yes, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Why is it not, you know, working for me? What was missing? And then I realized that it was self-care. And the true meaning of self-care is what I had missing in my life. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what is self-care. Okay. Self-care is the action to preserve or to improve your health. Okay. You see, you have to act. You have to do something. It doesn't just happen. And I believe that there are seven areas of self-care that we have to look at especially as single mothers, that we have to look at in order to be a better individual. And they're physical, emotional, spiritual, professional, social, financial, and psychological. And all of those areas need our attention. And if we're lacking in any one of those areas, as far as self-care goes in those areas, then we are not functioning like we could be functioning. Mm -hmm. We're not able to serve like we want to be able to serve because we're not taking care of ourselves in those areas. That's really good. And I think I love that you pointed out those seven different areas. 
I think often when people think about self-care, they think, I've got to go get a massage. They just think about one piece of it. I mean, that's sort of what I thought whenever I was a single mother. I would think, self-care, what? What like, is that? I don't well, know. I, I mean, I do good to get my fingernails trimmed, <laughs> sure. you know, or, or get my eyebrows waxed or, you know, something just to look presentable. It was never anything that I, I didn't really think about it in the same way that you're talking about. But to point out all those different areas, self-care is really a whole lot more than just your physical self-care. That's excellent. I love that. Exactly. When you think about it. So let's talk about them briefly. So when you have physical, how many times have you skipped a meal because you were so busy? That's not good for your body. Right. How many times that you, you don't sleep or you deprive yourself of sleep? That affects your physical well-being. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to skip sleep before I skip a meal. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I understand. I understand. And when we move on to emotional are we engaging in positive relationships, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your children, whether it be those whom you work with, are you engaging in positive relationships? And then you move on to spiritual. Are you praying? Mm-hmm. Are you meditating? Are you allowing yourself? Are, are you scheduling that? See, you'll schedule yourself to go to your children's activities, but you won't schedule yourself to spend time with God. Right. And see, I feel, I feel that's vitally important. And then you can move on to the professional, that whole work-life balance. Mm, that's that's something. Are you telling us there's not balance, or there is? <laughs> Tell us I'm there's balance. That, I'm saying that it can be done, but it requires work in order to get that work-life balance. Right. First, you have to be mindful that you need to have it, and once you're aware of it, and then you have to realize that you have to plan it. You have to make time for it. It has to be in a, a priority, just like eating is a priority, right. just like anything else that you may do. It's a, it's a priority. Sure. And then, and then the other, as far as social, are you making time for your family and friends? When's mm-hmm. the last time you hung out with your girlfriend? When's the last time that, you know, whether you just sit and you laugh and talk on the phone and you're playing catch up? When's the last time you talk to your mom? You understand what I'm saying? Right, sure. Are you making time for others in your life that are important to you? Right. Because sometimes we get so wrapped up in other things that we're not making time for those social relationships, those support systems that we need in order to be healthy. Sure. And I love that you mentioned all those different types, Tia, because as I'm thinking about it, I know our single moms listening are going, I don't have time for all those. And yet here you are, a single mom saying you do, and this is what you're saying. And and yet I you know, I don't know whether you want to talk a little bit about the order in which you do those, but That's but good. I have personally felt that when I put my spiritual life, my spiritual self care mm-hmm. first, when I do that first Uh, Of course, the word says everything else will be given to you. But when I put that first, it's like it opens up space to do more things. It it clears the mind. It purifies. The Bible says it purifies you to be able to do everything else. So can you talk to us just a minute about the importance of maybe self-care being at the top of their list? Well, I definitely believe that spiritual, that's where I had to begin. When I was moving through, I'll call it moving through the fog I needed to uh, go back and establish my relation. I grew up in the church. I understood the church. I, I love, I mean, I knew all of that. But what was missing was my relationship with God. I'm talking about the strategic prayer. 
Right. Talk about being specific, being open, being honest. And so what I started to do was waking up earlier. And I know as a single mom and we have all these things going, someone tells you to wake up <laughs> at least 30 minutes early. You're like, you've got to be kidding me, right? right? Sure. But seriously, when you allow that time, whether it's first thing in the morning, and I and the reason why I say first thing in the morning is because that sets the tone for the rest of your day. I mean, when you wake up and you have your conversations with God, whether you're praying, whether you're meditating, whether you're journaling, whatever your what that looks like for you. And that's the first thing you do in the morning. It sets the tone. It sets the mood for the rest of the activities for your day. Sure. I love that. It's almost like that's the the compass to begin our day. It centers us true north to where we're able to at least start the day with the right attitude. And I love that you said that. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, most definitely. And then um, also the, the other part of the uh, we were talking about the steps for the self-care, the financial is important and understanding how finances impact your life and then creating a financial plan. Because when you have financial problems, that causes stresses, that causes worries. Right. But once you develop a plan to address those, that minimizes that. That's good. And then, of course, the psychological, you know, this is one of this is one of the things I thought out of all of them was the most difficult for me was the psychological because I talked about putting down those social devices, you know, putting down the cell phone. When you sit down for a meal with your family, leave those devices out somewhere and having those true, meaningful, connecting one-on-one conversations, those things are so vitally important. Right. It's, and, and, and sometimes you, you, have to, um, you have to grow to get there. You know, it, it may not be something that, oh, I need to do all of these at once. But again, start. And, if, and I would recommend for any single mom, if you're going to start, most definitely start with the spiritual and then work your way from that. Because see, what happens is, is when we start developing that relationship with God and it's a junior relationship, you'll become amazed how things just open and opportunities just open where you can live a better life, a right. healthier life and taking care of yourself. Why do you think that some people look at self-care and think that's not for me? Like I don't either I don't have time or I'm just not going to like why do you think it's at the bottom of the list for a lot of women? Um I think it's because and and I hate to say this but I I really believe it. I think it's sometimes how media portrays mm-hmm. how how it is perceived Remember I said earlier about the superwoman syndrome? Right. Superwoman can have all these strengths. She can do this. She can do that. You want to be known as that great mom. You want to be known as that mom that that runs to all of our kids' events and and that's involved in the PTA and has this great. Pet. I can do it all. Right. You you want that, but again, what's missing is you're giving and giving and you're not replenishing yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you're not replenishing yourself, you real you fail to realize how much of a disservice that you're doing for yourself, you're doing for your family. Because like I said, I was at my kids' event. I mean, like I said, my children, they were involved in any and everything. And I was there. I was ripping. I was running. But I wasn't really there. 
because right. I was so fatigued because maybe I hadn't eaten that day. Maybe I hadn't sl- only, you know, slept well or hadn't slept, you know, gotten enough sleep in the last couple of days. So when you're there, are you even really there? Right. You know, or are you busy watching the clock saying, OK, how much longer do I have? Because, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted and I'm tired. So I think a lot of it is because we just put ourselves down at the bottom because we're natural caretakers and we want to help others. But what we're not doing is realizing in order to be effective at it, we've got to we got to take care of us. We got to give us what we need in order and to give from our overflow and not from our cup, but from the overflow of the cup. Sure. And it reminds me, too, when you're on an airplane and, um, you know, the, the oxygen uh mass comes down they tell the parent to take it first you know you take it exactly. first so you get strength that you need to take care of your kids you've got to have that first and so a lot of single moms maybe won't don't see health care that way because they don't feel worthy or they feel like they're being selfish or they feel like they don't have time other things are more important but you're really doing yourself an advantage to take care give your ox give yourself oxygen first and then you're you're more powerful more equipped to be able to handle who knows what's going to co- come across your path that's good exactly that's good i mean a lot of people feel like it's like it's selfish it's selfish to take time for themselves to exactly to take you know to a little a little rest, a little rest in your physical body, a little rest, you know, a little rejuvenation in your professional life or your finances or, mm-hmm. or something like that. First um, Corinthians six nineteen says, do you not know that that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And exactly. just what you're talking about, self-care is a way to honor God with our bodies. Surely a worn out, stressed out mind and body does not honor God in the same way that that we can if our minds are if, if our minds have a little bit of rest, if we have a little exactly. bit of margin in our in our time. You know, Je- Jesus is our peace. Peace is a person. So when we practice good self-care and mm-hmm. we rely on the peace of Jesus, you know, to, to help us remember our bodies are a temple of God and just to take a little time out for ourselves, not in a selfish way, but in a God-honoring way. So I, I love these things that you're talking about. Talk- and I also want to share is that I think sometimes people will say, women will say, mothers will say, I can't afford self-care. Yes. Talk about See, that. that. That That's not true. Because self-care can be a bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Self-care can be maybe cooking is a relaxing thing for you. Self-care it's de- it's can not be... for me. I'm just going to raise my hand and say that's <laughs> not for me. It's not mine either. <laughs> nope. Self-care for me is like I love audiobooks. I love reading. So I love and because I do travel a lot. So I love reading. So audiobooks are, are, are wonderful tools that I use for self-care. Listen to the audiobooks. Also, people could um and people laugh when I say this. I says, but it's so true. You know, I walk around your house. Yeah. Go. I have stairs in my house. Go up and down. Sometimes just moving of your body right. makes your body feel better, makes right. your body feel different. Sometimes that can take out some of that pressure or some of what you have going on. Move your body. You know, you don't have to do the whole strenuous exercise. Like I said, I'll walk around my house. I'll go up and down the stairs. I'll just find other things that can be relaxing Mm -hmm. that doesn't cost money. That's good. Because we all have to be mindful of the funds and things that we spend. But again, there is so many different things that you can do, whether it's journaling. 
You know, one of the other things that I like to do is I'm a huge fan of the store at home. Oh, yes. I, I can walk in that store and smell the fragrances <laughs> and the aromas. And that does something for me. So maybe it's, it's something like that for other mothers. Just don't limit yourself to thinking, oh, I got to go get a massage. or right. Oh, I got to go. There are other things that can right. be done that can just rejuvenate you that doesn't cost money, but have the same wonderful effects as a massage or, you know, uh, uh, getting your eyebrows done or, or something of that fact. I love that. You know, sometimes if we just put ourselves in front of something bigger than us, it, mm-hmm. it rejuvenates us. A sunrise doesn't cost anything. A sunset exactly. doesn't cost anything. Sitting with your kids at the park and just observing God's beauty, putting down your phone, getting off Instagram, and just watching that doesn't cost anything, but it does. That is self-care, to put yourself in front of something bigger mm-hmm. in, in something that centers you and, and helps you think about the creator of, That's great, of those Kim. things. Exactly. Exactly. So talk about evaluating current coping skills. Well, and that's where you're going to have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes that's not always the easy thing to do. Um, I was a yeller. I don't, I'm sure there's <laughs> many, many other mothers. Yep. That H- hands across that. everywhere are raising <laughs> while you talk about it. I was a yeller. I, I, I was I would skip meals. Um, I, and if I did eat, I was always eating something unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is evaluate what it is that you're doing now to cope and being honest with yourself. You know, when I first shared that, you know, okay, I, I don't eat regularly like I should because I'm so busy. I mean, when I said it out loud, I'm like, God, oh, that yes. sounds so crazy. But really, I mean, you have to just put it out there. And like, okay, so this this is what I do. So once you realize what you do, see what barriers. So for me, because I stay so busy and, and I need to make sure that I take self-care time. So for me, it meant that I need to carry healthy snacks with me. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Right, right. You have to figure out what your barriers are and then come up with plans in order to work around those barriers so you can move through them. So like I said, whether it's carrying healthy snacks with, you know, you can probably find a bag of peanuts down at the bottom of my purse or, or something <laughs> like that or a fig Newton bar in, in the bottom of my purse. But there are other You things. know you're a real mom if you have <laughs> snacks in the bottom of your purse that you don't know how long they've been there. We Not used me. to carry those things for our children, but we right. don't think about ourselves. Exactly. Y'all are so great. For me, I need a Hershey's candy bar at the bottom of my purse. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Is that bad? Is that bad health care? No, it's not bad health care because there is nothing wrong with chocolate. Chocolate does thank one you. The body and what you want. You do are now my best friend. How you feel? Yes. Right. That's so. What makes me feel happy? Thank you. <laughs> So, you know, you talk about like we carry, just as an example, you say like we carry snacks for our kids for those times when they get out of control and they're hungry and they're about to have a meltdown. So we do, we plan for emergency and crisis situations with our kids, but how can you make time for yourself in different seasons of life where it might be an emergency or a crisis situation? Well, the first thing you have to do is Realize, one, like as I mentioned, what it is that you're doing now 
as far as your as far as your coping mechanism. And once you identify the barriers and once you have other things uh, to help overcome those barriers, one of the things that you can do is you, you can I hate to say this uh, because I don't know. It's practice. Mm hmm. You have to practice in order to get better. You have to practice. And the reason why I said I hate to say this, because it's it's so simple. It's not complicated. Right. And and I and I don't want to um, to make it seem like, well, that's easier said than done. But well, yeah, but so is your health. So if you notice that you're you're starting to get elevated, if you're having a conversation and you see it going south. Then like, OK, so maybe I need to breathe. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to walk away or maybe this conversation. I don't need to continue to have this conversation right now. Um, maybe you need to do self-talk in your head. We talk to ourselves all the time anyway in our right, mind. Right. So sure. may, maybe maybe what it is that we say, maybe you can say, I got this. This too shall pass. Right. I'm going to make it through this. You know, some of those diff- and once you practice it enough it will become second nature. Yeah, it will come second good. nature. And when you realize that you're not doing it, if you go back and look at those seven areas, you'll probably see where you're lacking. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, oh, okay, this is where I'm lacking. And so I need to get back in that area because we're all human. We all make mistakes. And sometimes we do fall down. I'll fall down. But when I go back and I look and, and I replay the, the situation and what happened, I'm like, oh, I didn't eat that morning. Yeah. I didn't eat at lunch. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yes. And so usually it can be tied back to something that you didn't do. But once you have it identified, just the continuation of the practicing, then it will become second nature. You know, the greatest athletes, the greatest speakers, the greatest writers, they practice the art. They just, they just don't get there sure. overnight. They practice. And here's the thing. It's a continuation. You do it for the rest of your life. It's not something that you do for a short period of time. Not you do it for 30 days. Sure. You know, you don't do it because it's January the 1st. You do it because it's January the 1st. It's January the 2nd. It's January the 3rd. You do it because it is something that daily has to be worked on. And then remembering, again, I cannot stress it enough, is your relationship with God, your spirituality, making sure that that is intact. That will help guide and deter some of the emergency situations and crisis uh, situations that you have going on. That's good. Uh, let me let me read a scripture before we move on to the next thing as you're talking about that. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30 says, Come to me, all who labor and are le- heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And just what you say, like, we have to be in step with God's word. Mm -hmm. We have to recognize that all the self-care in our human world that we could do does not compare to to finding our rest in Jesus. I mean, that that he is our rest. Sure. And as, as we think about that as well, and we want to we want to be like Jesus, then we need to remember that he himself, the scripture says in Luke chapter 5, that Jesus himself withdrew to go to a long yeah. place. He needed to be replenished. If he needed to be replenished, how much more do we? Right. So it's, you know, um, and that's an example for us that we should follow right there. Yeah, that's good. 
That's good. If it wasn't selfish for him, then how is it selfish for us to just need a little little recharge time? So Exactly. Tia, do you want to talk about a biblical look at self-care and some examples there? Well, as you mentioned, and I, and that was one of the scriptures because it's by far one of my favorite scriptures I, I was going to share was Luke chapter 5, verse 16, how Jesus withdrew. Because when you think about it, when you think about Jesus, he was perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was here on this <laughs> earth. He was perfect. But yet he knew he needed to withdraw. Yeah. That he needed time to be able to pray and to connect with God and, and to replenish himself. And and we as moms, um, we want to serve, we, we want to help because it's just kind of, I believe it's just our nature and, and what we enjoy doing as mothers. And if Jesus, who is the ultimate example of who you would want to imitate, if he does it and he did it, why, why would it be any different from us? Right. Because his example is the example we would, we would want to follow anyway. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Pam, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I'm just thinking, you know, that um, there is an art to skillful living, and nobody can make us do that except ourselves, that we have to decide, look, this this is up to me. Nobody can, nobody can do this for me. I'm responsible for it, to take ownership to it ourselves and say, you know, God has called me to be a living vessel that, that, uh, serves him well. When we serve him well, we serve our kids well. But right. there's an art to doing it correctly, and it, we have to do it intentionally. It happens intentionally on purpose. It doesn't just happen naturally, or it doesn't happen just by listening to a podcast and going on about your way. There has to be intentional follow-up with it to make mm-hmm. it work. That's good. I feel like even Scripture outlines that. You know, like there was in six days God created the world, and then he rested on the seventh day. Even, right. in, even in Hebrews 4, 9, says, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And so knowing the heart of his people, that we would just fill all our time with all the things, with all the worries and all the stresses and all the, you know, everything on a calendar, I, it is really pretty amazing that even from the beginning, he set aside a time to say, there is a, there is a Sabbath rest for his people. It's kind of like, I know you're going to get real busy, but you, mm-hmm. your heart, your body, your mind, your psychological health, your, all those things that you talked about, this is important take time and care for these things. So that's exactly. good. That's good. Anybody have any final thoughts? Tia, is there anything else that you'd like to share about self-care? Um, I would just like to like to share and to say as mothers, you deserve it. You worthy of it. Mm-hmm. So make the time for it because once you are good, then those that you serve, whether it's your children, whether it's your family, whether it's the community, they will be good as well, but right. only when you're good. Because what I see now in my life and the things that are happening now in my life, since I started practicing these uh, self-care acts, it's it's huge. It's huge. It's bigger and it's so much better. And it, again, is just eye-opening and, and pro- provides an opportunity for mothers to do more, to be more. And so who wouldn't want to be? Sure. I love that. That's really good. Kim, I just want to, with this closing thought that we haven't even talked on yet, and that is that as we take care of our inner life, our inner selves, the Bible says in First Peter that it's an unfading beauty. It's an unfading beauty 
creating a gentle, sweet spirit. And this alone, in self-care, it goes on to say, is of great worth to, to God. That's I mean, it, is, it, is, mm-hmm. it pleases his heart to see us taking care of the vessel that he gave to us. And um, that's just another reason why self-care is so vitally important, and we should do it. So I, I like that's your good. words to you. Yes, well, I love you. that. Thank, thank you for sharing that. As we wrap up today, I do want to thank you, Tia, so much for joining us and Pam for a great discussion about self-care. If you're a mom who feels really stressed and overwhelmed by the demands of life, please pray about how you can fit a few minutes of your time for you into this week. Think about those seven things that, that Tia mentioned. We will put those notes um, on our website. So if you want to reference what those different areas are, you can do that. Just start small. Taking care of yourself is an important part of taking care of your kids. You're the most important person to them. They need you to be at your best spiritually, emotionally, physically, all those things. And as always, we want to thank you for listening to the Equip podcast by Arise Ministries. We love hearing from you about how the conversations impact your life. So leave a comment or send us an email at info at ariseministries.net. Or more importantly, share this on your social media channels. We'd so appreciate it. Tia and Pam, thank you for being here today. And moms, I hope you'll join us next time as we get together. Have a great day and remember to take a little time out for yourself. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.